Hi, I'm Julie. And I'm Hallie. And we're the host of Metaphysical Nomads. Woo! Uh, Metaphysical Nomads is the podcast that talks about random spiritual and metaphysical things that we have experienced or we would like to experience. And we are talking today about spiritual retreats. And I know absolutely nothing about spiritual retreats. I have never been on a spiritual retreat in my entire life. Uh, and I know nothing at all. Are you blaming your mother for that? <laughs> I don't think I was blaming you. I, I, I can hardly blame you for not taking me on <laughs> spiritual retreats as a child. Although now that might be fun. But I don't think as you were a kid, I don't think I would have you know, I don't know, maybe probably not appropriate. Uh, I, you know, I, I always liked you to have an open mind and uh, I wouldn't want to guide you any particular way. I don't. Plus, think. I mean, again, I have no understanding of really what a spiritual retreat is, but I imagine it might be something where if you were a teenager doing one with your mother, you might feel rather awkward. Yes, I would think so. <laughs> so let me ask you this, Hallie, what do you think a spiritual retreat is? My understanding of a spiritual retreat is that it's a place where people go to um, and they meet with someone who's their like host or advisor or guide for whatever for a period of time. And the guide leads them through various activities, you know, some of which could be more artistic, some of which are more focused on spiritual stuff um, in order to have them learn a lesson or gain some healing or gain some insight into the in their lives. I think that's a really nice definition oh, for someone oh, who's brilliant. for someone who's never been on a spiritual retreat. Okay, well, that's basically true. Um, there are all kinds of different uh, spiritual retreats. Um, some are in, in various religious traditions, whether it's Catholicism or Buddhism, um, or just more of the metaphysical community that that doesn't really define themselves. Uh, it could be the art community, um, really anything goes. Um, there are gurus out there who run yoga retreats or run spiritual retreats. They're all over the world. Um, they're, they're very um, popular, I think, with a certain sect and some people will travel. In fact, one of the retreats I did was to Costa Rica. And, and um, that sounds fun. I'd like to have gone on the Costa Rica one. Well, that was an interesting one because it was very different from any other spiritual retreat I'd gone to. That one was focused on yoga and healthy eating. But one of the friends that I was on the retreat with actually hooked up with one of the um, people who worked at the spiritual retreat. And so rather than being a spiritual retreat, it became far more fascinating to follow the romantic interests that were going on <laughs> around me. And so I would have to say, I, I did some stretching, I did some yoga, I ate healthy, I uh, went and traveled and saw some waterfalls and did some whitewater rafting on the side. And that was all great. But I, I wouldn't really rank that up there as one of my, you know, spiritual retreats where you end up with uh, some evolution and personal growth. Didn't, didn't get the growth required from that no, one. No, 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 no. And it was, you know, it was very loosely a spiritual retreat. But anyway, back to the back to the whole, you know, point here is that they are you usually go away for a period of time. It could be a day, it could be an afternoon, it could be a weekend, it could be a week, um, it could be two weeks, could be three weeks. And you are in a closed community usually of other participants. And um, there's usually a focus, but generally the idea is through various means, whether it's meditation, exercises, going out into nature, journey, journaling, whatever it is that the particular spiritual retreat is focused on, 
The idea is that we are bringing you together with the intention of personal growth. And for some people, that'll be through releasing traumas or releasing emotional blockages, doing some healing work, connecting with others. Uh, some, it'll be getting messages from your spirit or your soul. Um, with the exception of the Costa Rica retreat, I'll have to say everyone that I've done, and I've maybe done another four or five beyond the Costa Rica one, that I've always come out a, a better person with some new insight, new knowledge, some clearing or whatever it was, but it definitely, I've definitely enjoyed every single one of them and gotten something, a spiritual awakening of some sort or evolution of some sort out of each and every one of them. So what was your first retreat that you went on and why did you decide to go? Well, I was coming out of a difficult uh, period where I had um, had, I was pregnant before you, Hallie, and I was five months pregnant and learned that the, the baby had died. So unfortunately, I lost a baby at five months and that was my first child. So it was a pretty traumatic episode. And so I um, really started doing some soul searching of, you know, kind of why am I here? Why would this happen? Um, you know, what is, what, is, what is the purpose of life? You know, where are we? And the, um, at the end of the day, I concluded that um, I, I wanted to do some reading and wanted to do, you know, kind of about the metaphysical and see what I could, could learn. And I started by reading the Celestine Prophecy, which is a book kind of a, about energy and how we're all connected and how we're connected to the plants and trees and animals, et cetera. And um, I read that book. And then as I started to talk about these issues with other people who I knew were into some of these metaphysical and spiritual issues, I ran across somebody who had attended a retreat in Albuquerque, New Mexico, she said it was a very intense retreat, spiritual retreat, and involved sweat lodges. It was run by a woman who was both a licensed therapist and a shaman, which I think is a twofer. That's, I think that's <laughs> awesome. Shamans are uh, typically trained in the Native American healing arts, so they have some coming, coming in with different approaches and, and gifts and are said to be able to have connection to spiritual realms. We'll probably do a podcast on shamans at some point. Yes. So in any event, um, I went to this uh, situation, this this particular um, uh, spiritual retreat, and it was crazy. Like the very, it was only a three-day retreat, retreat, but by the first day, like the first night, we get there, we meet everybody, we're doing meets and greets, and we start in just doing some basic ex episodes. And we, all I knew is like people around me were completely falling apart. Like people were throwing up, people were like yelling, they were crying, they were having like emotional, you know, outbursts. Were and you having emotional outbursts first no, night? <laughs> no, because at that time I wasn't very connected with my emotions and I didn't quite realize what was going on. But obviously these people were drawn to this, this particular uh, spiritual retreat, which I now know was like a clearing, a healing retreat. It was really more about that. And so it was all geared to get you to get in touch with your trauma, get in touch with prior abuses or dysfunctional families or neglect or whatever your core issues are. And it was, it was fun, but brutal. But I'm sitting around looking at all these people going, what is happening here? What is happening? <laughs> Were you totally freaked out? You're like, what yes, did I just sign up for? <laughs> I was like, well, well, honestly, because of my personality, I was like, well, this is fascinating. Like, 
like what are people's stories and people were telling horrible stories stories about abuse and other things and it was one of those things like wow i thought my situation was unpleasant like this is this is terrible but um really as the weekend went on i i really did have my first true connection i want to say with my with my knowing awareness and connection with my soul or my spirit on that particular retreat. The very last exercise they had us do was they said, we're gonna sit down and do an art project and just create what, whatever comes, let this flow from your spirit and see what messages your spirit has for you. And I set the intention that I wanted to know what my life was gonna be like and have the spirit speak through me through this art. And I've never done, all I knew is just immediately, I was like cutting up pieces of paper and gluing and taping and, and creating this entire 3D uh, thing in front of me, like a sculpture made out of cardboard and colors and everything else. And at the end of the time, when the time was done, I looked at what I had created. And I'm like, this is amazing. Like, how did I create this? This isn't anything I would have known how to do. And it was beautiful. And the message that came to me is like, your life is like a kind of a beautiful roller coaster or circus of ups and downs and all around. But it's all, you know, at the end of the day, it's all, a, you know, a glorious and joyful spiritual journey. So I thought that was, I mean, I thought that was really cool. And I felt like I came away after releasing, releasing a lot of stuff. So that was nice. That is cool. The same woman who did that retreat did two more that I did. The second one was on intimacy and connection with other people. And this one was, you want to talk about awkward, Hallie? Oh my God. <laughs> because everybody on this retreat, they were all coupled up, but I went with one of my just friends who's like <laughs> a, a, you know, not a like really super close friend, but you know, a, a good for a good friend, but not like a really like a bestie. So she, <laughs> so so anyway, it was all these couples and just and you and your friend, me and my friend, like a like a normal friend, like not a like we don't really know each other's details, friend. Okay, so I had there was all kinds of these like couple exercises, and I got partnered with her for every single one, and I had to do things like we had to sit down and and stare at each other in our eyes and try to see the soul of each other. And I was just like, at the time, again, I was shut down emotionally still and not really open to connection or people seeing my soul or much less looking into other people's souls. I was so uncomfortable, <laughs> but I learned that that's part of the process. Like you got to notice what's uncomfortable and you got to work through it. And, you know, my friend and I did become, you know, closer as a result <laughs> of staring into each other's eyes lovingly for a weekend. <laughs> But it was helpful because it helped learn. I learned about communication. I learned about what made me uncomfortable being with other people and being close to other people and letting other people in. So I thought that was a really good one. That feels I, I wish they had. I'm, I'm sure they do somewhere. But that, that kind of thing, I, we, I wish they had something for singles where they had like a you don't have to be a couple to go to this retreat because I feel like singles with intimacy issues may find may want to. Well, this wasn't, this wasn't just for couples. It just so happened that, that everybody every, else was a couple. Cause, cause my friend and I went as singles. That's true. It's Good just point. that we got paired, but thank God she went. Cause I'm not sure how comfortable I would have been like hanging with, with a, a stranger. Yeah. With a right stranger look into my eyes. <laughs> I don't think I would have liked that at all. Okay. So anyway, the, then the woman did a third one. And of course, by this time I'm hooked because every time I go, I really feel like I'm opening my heart's opening. I'm really connecting. And the third one is um, one called uh, Beyond Mind that she did, which is really about going beyond your internal brain chatter, all of that 
negativity in your head that's your critical, that's judging, that's telling you you're not good enough, that you're not worthy, whatever those messages are that are, you know, are, are not loving to yourself or not loving to others around you. And this was about stilling that voice so that you could hear the spirit voice, you know, that the, mm-hmm. the, what the love and feel that love. And that one involved like going out into nature and spending a whole day by yourself in silence and journey journaling and, and writing down what you, what you saw. And so what was really funny, like, you know, journaling your thoughts. So I go out and I'm out here and again, it was outside of Albuquerque, New Mexico and I'm journaling. Right. And I'm, and I'm meditating and trying to be all Zen and you know, whatever. And all I knew is like, there were just bugs everywhere. Like bugs were flying at me. There were ants going across my blanket. Like every time I turned around, there were bugs. And it was really hard to get into this like Zen, Zen. right? Zen meditative spirit with like ants and bugs everywhere, right? <laughs> You're like, yeah. So I just keep writing in my journal. I'm like, these bugs, these bugs are everywhere. And I like, why are these, where are these bugs coming from? Because I could not get into that space. And so when we come back from this like vision quest is I think what they had called it. And, and the, the woman who ran the, the, the retreats is going around the room saying like, what did you find? And what did you feel? You know, and everybody else in the room is like, oh, it was beautiful. And I felt these visions and blah, blah, blah. And I'm over here like, well, there were just bugs everywhere. I just could not <laughs> for the life of me get into the space because the bugs are everywhere. And the woman who was running this thing turns to me and said, that's very interesting, Julie. What's bugging you? Oh, ow. And from that, I instantly knew what had come up for me and what really was bugging me. And I had shared that and then felt an enormous release and clearing as a result of that. Like, how cool is that? Well, in the other story, Hallie, you might remember this one that I told you. I remember I told you that when I was growing up, when I was ever, I was having difficult times in my life, for whatever reason, I had a voice in my head saying, when you're 30, it'll be okay. When you're 30, it'll be okay. Right? Yeah. Well, one of these retreats was when I was 30. And during the retreat in the episode, you had to go into your wounded little girl, you know, that part of you that hasn't fully grown up because you're still stuck back in either neglect or abuse or something in your past that was traumatic or traumatic in the eyes of the child, even if it's not objectively traumatic, whatever that was. And as I did this exercise, I was 30 years old and I went back to the little girl and I envisioned her, I gave her a big hug of little Julie and I said, don't worry, when you're 30, it'll all be okay. And so tell, let me tell you during this retreat, how creepy it was to realize that I'm saying this to this child and the time space continuum Mm -hmm. of me knowing that was the case always. And it was just this really weird synchronicity that I thought was pretty, pretty darn cool. Yeah. The other really interesting one about spiritual retreats, I did another one with this woman and I can't remember the name. It was a weekend retreat and it was local. And the minute you got there, it was really getting into a lot of your core issues, mostly for women. In fact, the whole retreat was for women. And it was for women have a tendency to have this like, I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough or these patterns, you know, that that are ingrained early. 
And it was specifically used to identify where that pattern comes from and erase that pattern so that you could attract abundance in your life, right? So when you first got to this retreat, the woman who's running the retreat hands us all a binder, like when you check in and she's like, okay, we're gonna go, this is your materials for the weekend. We're gonna go through this. Whatever you do, do not look ahead. Just, you have to stick with where we are in Oh, the, I'd be so bad at that immediately. Would you? Immediately <laughs> I would be like, oh, but I wanna look ahead. I even told you, are you, not, are you one of those people who le- reads the end of the book first? I don't read the end of the book first, but I will occasionally jump to the end if I'm really concerned that something scary might happen. I would never do that. I'm a rule <laughs> follower. As a lawyer, I'm a rule follower. She says, do not look at the end of the book. I do not look at oh, the end I of the totally book. Oh, I would totally look at the end of the book. Okay. Well, so anyway, as part of this weekend, whatever, we're doing all of these various activities and we're getting in touch with ourselves and we're breaking down these patterns and we're telling our story and we're sharing with the other women in the group. And each woman around, there was probably 30 women in attendance, and we were all kind of around like in a big rectangular conference table kind of concept, but in a big room, like a hotel convention room kind of thing. Anyway, they, um, you know, you could hear like through the course of the weekend, everybody has their own pattern. Like this person is, I'm not worthy because of these events that happened. This person was abused sexually as a child and had these other issues. This person was, and you knew everybody's story because you'd been really sharing because the leader of the retreat, her, her, and actually every spiritual retreat is people are gathered at that retreat for a reason. The energies in those room are, the rooms are really important. Um, you are either mirrors or you're anchoring energy or you're there to help with the healing of others. Every single particip- participant in a group is really critical and they're drawn, I think, by spirit, by the universe, into the same space together at the same time. And the power of group healing is so much more powerful than trying to do things on your own. It's actually really, really amazing feeling where you just you just feel so connected with the people and the space and yourself and your spirit in these retreats. This is why they're very cool, Hallie. Yeah, well, yeah, I'd love to have gone uh, on one. I know, I know. Well, now you're old enough. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe we'll do this. We'll, we'll do one. We'll find one, you know, in Australia when you're living there. Living there. Okay, so anyway, we digress. So the woman, so you, you know everybody's story. Well, at the very end of this three-day thing, she says, okay, now I want everybody to turn the page and go to the last page of the binder. And the last page of the binder is, is, is this poem and a picture and a poem. Or yeah, I think it was mostly a poem in any event, but everybody had a different poem. And they went around the room and every single person's poem matched exactly their issue and what they needed to learn from that weekend and what they in fact did learn from the weekend. Cool. It was unbelievable. That's awesome. Like one woman had this real issue where she was shy and she didn't feel like she was, you know, worthy and able to stand up and be in her power. And her whole poem was about being in her shell and coming out of her shell and and it was like it was unbelievable did you get like a random binder too yes it was was all random binder like here's your binder here's your binder here's your binder it was like all happened like it wasn't didn't have your name on it it was just like here's the next binder that i picked up no it was the next binder that you picked up but it was all exactly what you wanted to hear and and it was the power of attraction like the laws of attraction like we did with the manifesting Mm -hmm. podcast same concept. So, okay, get this, Sally. 
right. I know I'm talking a lot. You can ask some questions in a minute, but I do have to tell this story because it's pretty funny. So I that particular one I thought was so cool and I thought my mom would benefit from it. And so I I was like, hey, mom, I didn't say it like this. You have issues. <laughs> I think you should go to this three day thing. And I'm and I'm over here hoping and maybe we'll actually get to some of your issues. Right. <laughs> And I think I even I even paid for it because there's no way my mom would have done this on her own. So my mom, I think I gave it to her as like a, a gift. birthday gift or something like, here, mom, go, go get on a spiritual treat. Go get here's therapy. therapy. I, I know. Right. Happy I, birthday. Here's therapy. Yeah, I know. That's hysterical. And, and you know, you know, and I didn't do that. There's nothing. I don't mean to disparage my 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 mother. May she rest in peace. But I feel like, um, you know, everybody could could use this. And, and, you know, she you was, like to share experiences. I like with to, I like to share experiences. I probably would have done this with you, Hallie, if you'd been old enough. So my mom goes to this thing and she's gone for the three days and I'm on like pins and needles. Like, Oh my God, I cannot wait to find out like what breakthroughs my mom had and, and how amazing. And, and my mom comes back and we, we go out to dinner or something. I'm like, Oh, well do tell, tell me all about this spiritual retreat and what you thought. And she's just like, well, I just thought it was very interesting. Some of the stories these women told were, you know, unbelievable. And some are really quite horrible. And, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, did, did you, you tell anything? did you tell any stories? She's like, well, I just don't feel like I really have any issues or anything, <laughs> anything to share, but I was really fascinating listening to everybody else. And, and from, and I said, well, did the woman, cause the woman who ran the thing was very intuitive and could really, you know, um, I guess I, she, she seemed to know things that other people didn't. And, and I said, well, what did she say? Did she push you to try to get in touch with the core issues or anything? And she said, no, she just said I was an earth angel and doing what I would needed to do. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second, let me get this straight you basically passed a spiritual <laughs> retreat because apparently you don't have anything to work on. I, I find that really hard to believe. <laughs> That's hilarious. Tell me That's about it. That's a brilliant it. story. And the best part about that story is, you know, knowing my Nana and how much she loves, you know, people and listening to people's stories is that regardless of whether or not she got anything out of the retreat, she would have thought it was a great time because she would have loved to hear everybody's business. Yeah, she was, she, she loved it and concluded her takeaway was she's fine because she's an angel, an earth an angel. angel. I mean, I don't even know, like, so I, I guess, I guess the moral of that story is not everybody benefits from a spiritual retreat, like maybe, but I personally have. <laughs> I, perhaps, I perhaps the moral of the story is that if you would like to go on a spiritual retreat, go on a spiritual retreat, but don't push other people into spiritual retreats. They may not need it. Like it has to be an active choice. I think so. I think <laughs> I think you have to be drawn to it. OK, so I will tell you my my the reason we're doing this podcast today on spiritual retreats is because I just got back from a spiritual retreat. So another one that I wasn't invited to another one, <laughs> but you had to stay home and house it. I did. I okay, did. And, and I watch, don't know if I would have 
benefited too much from this. Well, you might. I think I think perhaps, you know, again, now I'm feeling like as a mother, I need to take my daughter on a spiritual retreat. I really should take my son on a spiritual retreat. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he, okay. he should. Definitely. But I don't want to be there if he's there. You'll he'll have to maybe he'll maybe I'll send both of you. Oh, that would be funny. OK, never mind. <laughs> All right, I digress. We don't, we're running out of time. So I got to tell my last story. Okay, so the, the last retreat I went on was literally just this weekend in Chama, New Mexico. And I don't know what it is with me and retreats in New Mexico. They seem to be, I don't know. Maybe New to, Mexico is a great place for spiritual growth. That's exactly right. I don't know. Maybe maybe something about it. Anyway, it was a fun time. And I could not quite tell throughout the retreat. It was based on painting. And I could not tell in the retreat whether I was attending a painting workshop in which you were trying to get in touch with your spirit in order to get into the flow to paint better, or whether I was at a spiritual workshop using painting to get in touch with your spirit. And I ended up having a uh, conversation with a, with a lovely woman who hosted the event. And she said she was still kind of struggling on which way to go with it, but really she wanted the latter. She really was trying to go for a spiritual retreat with painting. And as a result, she's going to kind of take it up a notch, I think, the next time she does one, which she is going to do again. But it was very fun. There were about six women there. Um, it was interesting to see, again, who is drawn to events. And always, for me, interesting to see why they are there with you and who's your mirror, who's your anchor, who's your support, who has some wisdom to share. But it was, again, it was very powerful. And again, with the art, I really found myself painting and, and journaling kind of some of the thoughts uh, that were coming up my head in my head about my criticizing my own painting, for example, because I'm not particularly skilled. But at the end of the day, I got this very, very um, potent message from my spirit and I painted this all out and I can't really show it in a podcast, but it was very colorful. Parts were very colorful. And I had this vision that I had to write on my art. My first thing that I wrote on the first two big picture of art I did is I wrote, it's complicated. And I wrote, it's complicated because that was my chatter telling me that the things I needed to do in my life or want to do in my life were going to be complicated. Like it'd be hard to do this podcast or or difficult to get the technology, or difficult to um, do some of the intuitive work that I want to do, or even run spiritual retreats that I think I would love to do at some point in the future. And But then I, I felt this need to do this big painting or, or big thing with orange with a giant no exclamation point. And then the art I did after that was more of flowers and, and a, one particular flower being kind of showing up as a different color, different from everything else. And, and at the end of the day, my art read, cause I put it all together in kind of a collage. It's complicated with kind of a road of life and colors with a big, no exclamation point, And under that it's really not. So in other words, spirit was telling me in that, 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 you know what, you're making up a lot of stuff in your head that this does not have to be hard you can go with the flow in your life. When you go with your flow, go with your intuition, Is are you in touch with your spirit, in touch with the universe, things are easy. Yeah. And you know that, Hallie, because yeah, you've I experienced do. that firsthand. And so, and and the fact that it's really not hard to be different, to be that that light or to be, um, you know, just, just something that's, you know, I, wherever you're guided, and not worry about the logistics and 
I just thought it was a really beautiful thing. And I, I came out and uh, was, was very jazzed about one painting because, hey, that was fun. Two, about attending more spiritual retreats because it's probably been about 15 years since my last one. Three, getting my daughter now into some spiritual <laughs> retreats. And four, maybe, you know, co-hosting or, 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 or running one in the future. I think it'd be awesome. Awesome. So, Hallie, in light of all of that, <laughs> what do you think about spiritual retreats? I think they, they do sound very cool. I mean, you do definitely seem like you got a lot out of them. I would really love to try one. I do think like, you know, the one where you had to sit out for a day in nature. I love sitting out a day in nature and journaling. But I, I feel like I would have a hard time focusing on like trying to meditate and I would write like a story instead. Like I would just go in my journal and write a story. And but maybe that story would have important messages Maybe for that you. story would have important messages. Because I think you know when you release. And by the way, at this particular painting retreat, as every single one, every single retreat I've ever gone to, somebody breaks down. Like every, somebody goes through some trauma and has to release. And there was a woman who within like an hour of being there the first day was already in tears. She was going through some stuff in her life. It all came out. And, um, and I think that's important. I think spiritual retreats are a safe, supported place to be able to do that. And sometimes that's exactly what you need is to go in and just break down, throw up, break down, release. But I honestly feel like at the time where I am right now that I spent the first 50 years of my life cleaning out all that stuff. And I think for young people like you, Hallie, in your twenties, you guys clear it out a lot faster than we do because of the frequency of the planet. But but now where I am this after the next 50 plus years is a time of creation and expansion. And so I'm going to be seeking out retreats that that focus on that, I think, going forward. And I would encourage anybody who is interested to please look for these and sign up. And I would tell you, too, if there's anything you are attracted to naturally saying that sounds really cool, that sounds interesting. I should do it. Do it. Do it. Spiritual retreats are amazing. All about intuition. Yeah, all about intuition. And you can make some great friends and have some great spiritual growth through it. So that's it, guys. That was it for spiritual retreats. Uh, thank you for listening. We appreciate our our, our listeners, listeners very much. Very much. Um, and we'll and talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. Bye. Have a good rest of your day.